You are listening to the Urban Sports Scene. We are also part of Empire Media at EmpireMedia.com. I'm Wole, joined by my co-host Ray Jeezy. What's good, Ray? What's good, brother? It's the season of being thankful. That is, and right? I am. Uh, I'm thankful for this platform, bro. I love you, bro. Glad love you too, man. You already know it. You already know what time and it is, bro. Let, let, let's have fun. Uh, Commanders playing on Thanksgiving, which is interesting. The team, <laughs> Very interesting. the team seemed pretty upbeat today in, in, in their pregame interview. So I'm interested to see how they perform this week. I know we're gonna talk about that, and yeah. also the Washington Wizards. Like I said, and like a uh, shout out to Kelsey Nelson. I've been watching her online, man, and on Twitter and. Uh-huh. Yeah, not Twitter. It's X. My bad. X. I've been watching her bro. comments about about just how depressed right now uh, BC Sports is in terms of <laughs> professional teams. There's some good stuff going on, on the collegiate level, though. And the Cowboys are playing good, uh, good hockey. So yeah, I guess there's <laughs> there's a professional team that's decent, right? Uh, that's true. I, I forgot to mention that for us, though. I know. <laughs> it's not. It's not Ed Frankovic time yet, baby. It is not though. You, you already know what time. It's not that I time I wonder if yet. Ed does like video. Like I, I didn't even ask. Like. Then I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure he would. I know, I, I've right? Seen him, I've seen him on video before. Okay, cool. Like, I would like to get Ed back on to talk Capitals. You know, we'll, 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 T would always hate on this, but I would love to get Ed to talk about uh, some, some caps. You know, there's nothing wrong with, with nothing wrong with talking caps. Nothing wrong, not with at all, all, man. Rock the red, bro. Rock the red. You already know what time it is. All right, man. I mentioned Amp Papyrus Media. Amp Papyrus Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kahn Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders insider John Kahn, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today insider Mike Jones. You can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Yeah, if you watch this on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. And for anybody watching this on whatever platform, man, just go to the YouTube page and like and subscribe to the Urban Sports Scene. Also, hit us up on X at Urban Sports Scene. Also, on IG at Urban Sports Scene. And hit us up and follow our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. And also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. And then go over to footballgarbagetime.com to check out our weekly NFL picks. It's part of our annual Football Garbage Time versus Urban Sports Scene Pick'em Challenge. All right, let's get to our tradition, the pregame. Here's <laughs> what we have on tap. Uh, we'll talk about the Commanders losing to the Giants, the New York Giants, and their Thanksgiving game against the ult- their ultimate rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. Then at 8.30, uh, we'll debate whether having Ron Rivera finishing the season is the is the best move for business for the Washington Commanders. Um, Washington Commanders uh, at eight forty five, we'll talk about whether the Commanders should go after linebacker Shaq Leonard, HBCU South Carolina State. You know what time it is. Finally, at eight fifty five, we'll discuss whether the Wizards should trade guard Jordan Poole this season. All right, uh, Ray. You know, I watched this game and a pathetic showing. The Commanders fail. To their daddies, I gotta use a Pedro Martinez joint. To their daddies, the New York Giants, 31-19. Ray, what are your thoughts on Washington's performance? As Chris Berman so eloquently put it, the Giants are one and eight against the rest of the NFL, two and over versus the commanders. That stings a bit when you mm-hmm. think of it from that from Trash, that standpoint. Bro. Also, I thought that the low point was the Buffalo game. Remember, we talked about all yeah. that all year. If if you're watching this on YouTube, you can check out our shorts. I said, it's not going to get any lower than this. I said, <laughs> that beat down against the Bills at home. And unfortunately, and this is coming from the head coach, the current head coach, Ron yeah. Rivera, this, this is a low point. Yeah. Um, but turnovers, obviously, I don't want to be redundant. Turnovers were a, a big deal for the commanders. They had six mm-hmm. turnovers. And then the Giants, 
did not have any turnovers. They could not force the Giants into any turnovers. And when you have a young, inexperienced quarterback in DeVito, who mm-hmm. still lives at home with George <laughs> out there. Like, <laughs> we lost to a dude still living with his mom. You got to force a young, inexperienced quarterback into turnovers and mistakes. And the, the commander's defense, although they had nine sacks, they failed to do that. That was unfortunate. But my biggest point is this organization has to regain their swagger. Uh-huh. If you follow us on X, I brought up the Barry Sanders documentary. Go check it out, Wole. I know you don't have Prime. Use your brothers. But if you go check out the Barry Sanders documentary, <laughs> Barry Sanders talked about how the Washington Redskins in 91 with a class of the league. You remember the Detroit Lions yeah. came? Oh, we, we game, beat them in the, we in beat the, in the playoff in the, uh, the NFC Championship game. I remember that 41 game. 41 to 10. Yeah, I remember because that Because they had swagger. Listen, they knew what they were coming into. The Lions knew coming into RFK what was about to happen. The Giants did not respect this team. They came in to FedEx knowing they can win this game. That's exactly what they did. Every time they match up against this commander squad, they feel like they have a good chance to win. And that's why they come out on top. It's that mental edge. It's the mental edge that's, that's a tough thing to overcome. And this team needs to get that back. And it's going to change. And the change is going to start with the top, of course. Magic Johnson, we love how he comes yeah. out of the games. He's a winner he historically. He and I think he he's going to help. He's going to help to put the change out there. He's going to help to invoke a new beginning for this franchise. It just can't happen yet, but it has to happen because people need to fear to come to D.C. And it's not happening. Definitely not. So, I mean, Ray, you know, we talked about it um, on our other sh- post-game show, but you weren't, you weren't, you weren't, didn't get the opportunity to talk about it. Oh, because I got kicked off. That's I know by that, me, because you can't tell me that last, <laughs> you can't tell me, oh, I can't make it. And all of a sudden, yeah, I'm down to make it. Like, come on, we don't do, we don't do it like that because they lost. We- <laughs> no, no, no. It's not because they lost. It's because they lost to the Giants at home to DeVito. I had to be there for that. When I saw that, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make time for this. Uh, look at you, can't, you can't see. You got, you got to make time beforehand, bro. <laughs> Listen, my life is complicated. But go ahead. I know. You know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. But, yeah, in terms of what was surprising to you about that game, though, bro? Like, we did it. Like, going through that process, I wasn't – I knew that the Giants – my mind, back of my mind, I was like, the Giants have confidence playing Washington. They automatically have that confidence. But I didn't. I really didn't believe that Devito could do anything because I watched him prior games. I really didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I was trying to talk myself into it, but I really didn't believe it. But for you, like, what would surprise you about that outcome in the game? Washington had 28 first downs. 28 first downs in the game. How many did Giants have? Well, do you know? Like one. Was that how many first downs? Not one. I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, how many first downs? Got that big third down. Was just it guess. like? I mean, let's guess. say I don't got like five. They had 13 first downs okay, in the okay. game, but the commanders more than doubled that, 28 first yeah. downs. The commanders had over 400 yards of offense. Mm. The, the the Giants didn't even eclipse 300 yards in total offense, but mm-hmm. somehow <laughs> they won this game. Gets it done, throws three TDs, has the game of his life. That that game changed his life. That, that was a shock to me. I know, like you just said, DeVito, but the fact that, that based on happens. the stats, you look like you outplayed them. You look like yeah. you outplayed the Giants based on what you saw on paper outside the turnover battle, yeah. and you still came up short against a football team that, because of injuries, because uh, a lack of consistent quarterback play, is not very good this season. That started out the year getting blown out at home, forty to zero, against a division Preach. rival who had everything going against them, and somehow, even with these statistical numbers that I heard Josh Harris covets, he he studies all the analytics. Well, the analytics said you're supposed to win this game, and you didn't. I know. That's what hurt my feelings. Like, I just That's did not like out, I know. You had to get kicked out. That's why I'm <laughs> glad you did get kicked out. Um, yeah, I mean, 
you y'all folks can hear me on other platforms go off on this on that game, but that's just a pathetic showing. Um, like just to, it was just a Washington type of game, bro, bro. Like all those fumbles, like back to back fumbles, like you had Logan Thomas fumble. Yeah, B Rob. Yeah, yeah. B Rob didn't know B Rob got the ball back. He ain't fumble. Oh, it was Christian right. Gonz- right. Christian Gonzalez, Christian uh, Gonz- uh, Rodriguez. So, yeah, Christian Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah he, he fumbled. fumbled. Chris Rodriguez fumbled. Yeah, he fumbled. Right. Uh, I like him though. Yeah, me, yeah. Um, what's his name? Um, Pringle fumbled. Those three fumbled. Pringle fumbled on the, on the special teams play. Logan Thomas to me typically fumbles a lot. I don't know what it is about Logan, but Logan fumbles a lot for a tight end. He fumbles a lot, but he gets he always fumbles trying to get the extra yard. He does. He he's you working hard I mean? out there. Yeah, he works hard. He had a good game, but he he tends to fumble a lot. But yeah, it's just a Washington type of game, man. Like you're driving, you have some momentum, fumble. This is a Washington type of thing, man. It's just it's Washington stuff. But that game was annoying. Like I, I, I it was I was it was I was it was very annoying. But Ray, there's something that you mentioned. Um, you know, during that during our post game for the uh for all burgundy and go everything, um, I saw some of your messaging messages and you were like uh you were saying that yourself that this loss wasn't on coaching. Um, why do you why do you feel that way? Uh just like my homie Big Doug said, coaches did not turn the ball over six times. The players mm-hmm. did. And here's the thing: I talked about that mental edge when you are a confident ball club, when you know you're going to beat somebody when they come into your house. Most teams see the Giants and they circle it as a W and they come out with that mentality. But yeah. unfortunately, that mental edge isn't there with the commanders. You can kind of hear it in some of the, the mixed post-game messages that this team has put out. St. Juice talking about the coaches in, in some ways. Well, so yeah. Right now, we'll I guess we'll get there. But here's the thing. Mentally, it's tough on the defense. Remember Robert Henson said that when you work so hard, you get sacks, and then your offense turns it over, it's like, ugh. I watched Josh Dobbs create momentum on a Minnesota team that felt like they were dead in the war. That defense all of a sudden started balling. Mm-hmm. They had the talent all along, and now they had a quarterback that's like, hold up, this dude can win us some games. When, mm-hmm. Gerald Bo- when Joe Burrow went down to Baltimore, that mentality changed on that team. That defense did not look as sharp. They were up 10-7 mm-hmm. when he went out, and their confidence, I mean, it drained the life out of them. I'll go all the way back to my man Mike Vick. When Mike Vick got hurt against the Ravens preseason, he came back to a team that only had two wins. But that defense and that team looked excited to be on the field with them because they knew they had a guy that could lead them to victory. Mm. At this point, when you keep turning the ball over, the defense was like, you know what? <laughs> this ain't going to be our day. <laughs> and, and it's, it's hard to pass. overcome that mentally. It's hard like, to go <laughs> overcome that mentally. I feel like from a mental standpoint, that's where they lost the battle because they did not feel confident that they were going to be able to capitalize with all the mistakes. And they still, of course, against a, t- a football team that struggled, they were close. Yeah, um, see, it's wild. So I'm actually going to pull, pull up the poll. We have a poll, which I'm looking for. I'm actually trying to look for it. Uh, that's the wrong one. Short poll. I'll pull up later. But I know it was a lot A lot of folks had actually, they looked at it the other yeah, way. Yeah, they've on the coaches. Yeah, they've been on the coaches. Here, here, here it go. Uh, no, it's, it's a different one. So, but yeah, a lot of people are blaming Jack. Yeah, they say here you go. It says okay. all right. They feel like the veto should not even come close to performing yeah, that's that what way. I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that, but it says like so it's 87% said yes, 13% said no. Um, but you had people as well. Some people kind of they articulated in terms of like posting comments, they kind of resonated with you saying, Ray, like you turn the ball over six times. You can't blame the coaching on turning the ball over six times. I do think it's a little bit of both. To be honest with you, yes, you turn the ball over six times, and you, that's not coaching, right? That's just to be negligence of not valuing the football. Um, but also at the same time, that Devito threw for like two hundred and forty-six yards, close to two fifty. He pretty much matched his season pr- performance in one game. That's how bad he's been. 
So it does yeah. say something about coaching. <laughs> like, it does. I'm sorry. Like, yes, your offense sets you up, but DeVito isn't the type of quarterback that should be able to exploit those mistakes because he's that bad of a – I mean, he's that bad of a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he goes after this game and starts, you know, airing it out and becoming the next Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, then God bless him. You know what I'm saying? Then Washington could look back and say, well, no, he did to somebody else. But prior to last Sunday, he was a backup quarterback at best. At right. best. Um, prior, prior to – and then Sunday – he looked good. Three touchdown passes, 246 yards. That ain't cutting it for your defense. That ain't. Especially, like you said, and you had nine sacks. So that lets you know you can get pressure on him, nine sacks. And help, he held the ball. He, he helped you get nine sacks. So he was, he's not the best quarterback back out there, but there's something about this Washington defense that allows quarterbacks to look good. And to me, that's coaching. Like, when you get bad players, well, a bad quarterback coming to your home, you should be able to exploit that. You know what I mean? Like 30, they scored 31 points. So really, it's pick six, not 31. That's, I'm not going to, the pick, the pick six doesn't count. So it was not 31 actually, but it's still like 24 points. They scored 24 points. You know what I'm saying? Like they weren't able to really produce anything like that prior. You know what I mean? So I, that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that, yes, your offense did put you, like some of the fumbles put you in the, in a bad situation, and also the defense did step up, but sometimes where they were in a not a uh, uh, an ideal situation, and they had a couple sacks, and they got the Giants out of field goal range or and or out of scoring zones because of like the sacks and with um, and them stepping up to the moment. But mm -hmm. there were times where you're like, you know, the Saquon Barkley touchdown pass, like nah, you had a like nah, you had him a third and long. That shouldn't even have been a thing. You had a third and long. That was a touchdown pass. Like nah, that's when your defense needs to step up. At least hold them to three. And you couldn't do, and you didn't do that again. I'm not saying you're doing this against. I would understand if this was against uh, even a, even a, a Geno Smith. I would understand that this was a Geno Smith. But this is Danny. This is like okay, Danny. This is Tommy DeVito, bro. Right. Like nah. See, that's what that's what Big Doug was saying on on X. He said, "I don't understand how this team can go toe to toe with some of the top teams in the league, and then they play against Tommy DeVito and." and he puts up three touchdowns on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it's makes... hard to fathom. Again, it, it comes down to that mental edge, man. That's lacking on this team, and I don't yeah. think I don't think that's coaching. Doc Walker said that it's not. Yeah. Coaches ain't, can't do that for you. You gotta have that. You gotta well, have yourself now. But it's hard say, well, that, it is coaching. But like, dog, we talk about this in Baltimore, bro. That's what we talk about Baltimore. It's a mentality that is coaching. That's coaching. That. I agree with that. I'm just saying. Uh, according to those who play the game, who yeah, I guess you high, the high level, they like. If you can't basically get yourself up for a game, if you You're can't get yourself to. geared up no. and hype, then that's a problem. But I, I think those players, this is the thing. I feel like those players, like Doc, they were around some good, <laughs> they were around a good coach, man. So it's hard. Like, I get, he's right. No, he's totally right. Ideally, you're supposed to step up to the challenge as a player because it's a pride thing. It ain't, this is a pride thing. It's on, it's on you. Like, it's as a competitor, you want to put your best foot forward. Like we just talked, we were talking about Kobe uh, before we started doing this show live. Like Kobe is like, that's an internal thing. He don't want to look bad. He wants to go in and be a savage. That's an internal thing. But in terms of a team culture, like we talk, dog, we was talking to Bram about this when he was, and Bram was about talk about Baltimore. Like, or, like that's a culture thing. Baltimore can give you, you may not know a single person on Baltimore defense, but you know you're going to be in a fight on that against that defense. You know you're yeah. going to be in a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's culture. Like, 
in terms of, yeah, you want to see guys step up to the moment, but if your culture, if your culture isn't ideal, then it ain't going, then you're, you're not going to get everybody on that unit playing a certain way. Bro, what Look I love with Chase, about Baltimore too is they right, draft who they want, even in the midst yeah. of criticism. Yes. The, the, the pundit said, do not draft Terrell Suggs. Yeah. Said he wasn't that good. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton. Just Hamilton, same thing. His 40 but time it, wasn't it, good. But it does come back to culture. Don't get me started. Yeah. I just don't want to go there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, because like, it's... It's the same. I, it's what, so what did Chase? So true. What did Chase say about San Fran? Not to be funny, not to mention the old. Like, but he said it about San Fran. It's just something about it. Like, it's a culture. Like, that's what it is. It knows. You saying, expect to win, no matter. Yes, what you're gonna feel, that's what I'm man. saying. That's what I'm saying. That's a culture thing. You know what I mean? So that's even if you all right, you talk about Doc, dog. I watch Clinton Portis. I'm not Clinton Portis. Uh, Fred Smoot and Santana Moss and Logan, um, Logan Paulson's uh, podcast on a uh, YouTube. Fred's will pretty much tell you is like it's basically culture about coaching and, and mentality about how a player they basically mean, saying it they basically saying the same that's what they basically telling you you want to have a, a culture just like Baltimore I'm sorry you where do. a seventh rounder like Geno Stone can show up who many thought should be out the league at this point and yeah. now he's playing his way into freaking stardom almost I mean making turnovers making big plays yeah. his name's always getting called again yeah. it, it does come back to that and honestly, bro, it starts at the top. I think that you got the right people in place now at the top to turn this around. I want to say that because yeah. I'm not going to say John Harbaugh is the greatest coach, but yeah. he fits into that culture. Yeah. Straight up. I know I agree. Brian, Brian Billick was, was, was a really good coach before him. Right. It's, the, it's look, the culture, my friend. It, look it, at Detroit. Look, look at Detroit. Look what dude, look at Campbell in Detroit. Yeah. That's culture, bro. He just changed cultures. Like that's a, that's all I'm saying. I ain't. I th I do think yeah you you gotta own it, but I do think and a little bit a little bit of it is like culture in terms of if you're blaming coaches, my man uh Washington Sports Den said uh uh specifically on the defensive side weak zone cover schemes and taking a corner out of the out of coverage for a blitz. The enemy is the is the one giving Washington a chance with his offensive play calling. Uh fan fanboys comics this is all X said on paper there's too much talent not. Uh, to not show up every week. Yes, so yes, it's on coaching. The laziness, the fumbles, all that starts with coaching. Mm. So, I mean, some people have some... Have some. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's no wrong answer, if you ask me. It's yeah, really. Both. I think, I mean, yeah. it's no wrong answer at all. I agree. It's definitely a combination of both. So, right after the game, everybody wanted <laughs> verified ASAP, especially me. I definitely did. Uh, do you think yeah. that was warranted, bro? <laughs> Yeah, one hundred percent. And when you got EB in the building, you need to you need to evaluate you need to evaluate who he is and if he's able to lead this team because Rivera is yeah. not going to be the guy moving forward. We already know that. Why mm -hmm. delay the inevitable? Yeah. And we said this last week on the show. Lake Lewis posted this on Next. Too mm -hmm. many good coaches have have they've gotten out the building in Ashburn. Yeah. You yeah. do not want to let EB leave and go to another team and look amazing like O'Connell, like McVay. Shall I go on? It's, yeah. it's just it's just something that you do not want the pattern to continue. We talk about culture change. Don't let this happen again. I, I want to mention Shanahan, but at the same time, bro, I just everybody feel like... Everybody knew it, though. Everybody knew about him, though. <laughs> everybody knew about him. Right. Like, so, everybody knew he was going to be good, yeah, so it's not like... It's not a surprise. Shanahan's not a surprise. Yeah. Everybody knew. So, so, so you got EB. <laughs> EB's clearly changed the offense, give him an opportunity. Um, I would have just, I would just let him and, and Jack go. I'm sorry. Even in a short week, I would done it. What, what else? What else can happen? What's the worst that could happen? 
Do you you saying the same thing I've always been, I've been saying? So, but everybody's against. Everybody's all fixated on this short week, and I'm like, you just lost to the Giants. I mean, bro, what are you worried about the short week for? You lost to the Giants. You yeah, lost to a matter. JV team. Like, does it really matter? Like, that's my thing. Like, does it matter? You lost to a JV team. Um, yeah. I mean, I want yes. I think he did. Well, I, I want him fired fired ASAP after the loss. Yes, that's a guarantee. I'm not gonna lie to you, but to, you do raise a, a point where you're talking about give the job to EB, and I'm you know I'm for that. I just get annoyed, like, and this is something like at the end of the season, and we'll talk about it a little later on, I guess. Maybe not though. Um, like everybody's fixated on like getting like a young a young coordinator, offensive coordinator to be the head coach. Like everybody's like fixated on Ben Johnson for the Detroit Lions. Like they're real fixated on him, that offensive coordinator for Detroit Lions. And I'm all and it is wow, I had to go and think to myself, like. Other than Sean McVay, which young dude is winning won a Super Bowl? Like everybody wants to go with the young dude, but I'm always about going for the best person, not the young person. So you could say, uh, I think it's that uh, it's it's Taylor, right? Zach Taylor first Cincinnati with Joe Burrow. They yeah. went to Super Bowl, right? They went, but he didn't win. They went to Super Bowl, but he didn't right. win. The like the like so there. If you look at the last Super Bowl winners, they've been like older coaches. Other than Sean McVay. Yeah, and, and, and in all due respect, uh, Kyle Shanahan hasn't won one yet. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. However, well, they, you know how I feel, bro. This is my thing. Sustained yeah. success is my number there one go. goal. If I can, if I can, if I can challenge, if, if 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 the Commanders could be the, the the Bengals right now, people would be like, okay, dope. Of course, you got no, a franchise no, quarterback. I, no, you could I agree. Beat. So I do no, think I, you go with. I, I think you go with somebody who can lead you for years to come. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I agree with that. But my thing is that, all right, so the reason why I say like Ben Johnson, because everybody, like, you don't know what you're going to have with that. But it goes back to your point. Like, you got you got Eric Bianami. I guess I'm getting, I get upset at it is that you have Eric Bianami in the building, a dude who's won a Super Bowl oh. as an offensive coordinator, who has improved Sam Howell, who you can see there's a big difference between Patrick Mahomes without him. There is a difference. You may not want to acknowledge it, but the Kansas City offense isn't the same. Since he left Kansas City, so that obviously had some type of impact. So you have a guarantee, and you have a dude who's young enough to be with that quarterback and has a good relationship with that quarterback and has and has progressed that quarterback. But the the thought process is always like, well, we have issues with his play calling. He doesn't run the ball enough. Uh, he doesn't whatever. I'm like Andy Reid. Yeah, I like Kansas City, but Andy Reid barely runs the ball. He like Andy Reid barely runs the ball more than he barely runs the ball more than Washington. But y'all fixated mm. on Andy Reid. He barely <laughs> he runs. He barely runs the ball more than Washington. Like maybe two two plays more, on average, than what Washington runs. And but you, mm-hmm. but y'all don't like EB. So I'm just like for me, I just get <laughs> like y'all want the Ben Johnson dude. I get it. Like I get it. I'm not knocking it. I'm just I'm just saying like you got an in house dude that has that checks all the boxes. You know what I'm saying? Like he's his experience is a Super Bowl winning coordinator. He's improved your he's he's working with a rookie quarterback and you're seeing growth out of the rookie quarterback. Your offense is better than it was last year. Why do you want to get somebody out of house to work out out the building when you have the known you have a sure thing here with a guy that's improved improved your squad? Like why? You know what I'm saying? So wow, to your point, man. I would fire him ASAP for him. But I'm to your point, I would fire him ASAP ASAP. Like you said, I would fire. I would fire Rivera ASAP for EB. Yep. I would definitely do that. But we're we're past that now. Uh, I guess be thankful for the coaches you have. <laughs> it's, it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. Everybody knows yeah. the Commanders and Cowboys. Uh, that's the second game after uh, Detroit and Green Bay game. 
How do you see this game playing out, Wole? Of course, the fans are very down. Only person, I've seen one person, that's Big Doug. Keep shouting him out. Uh, check him out, of course, the Big yeah. Douglas show. He picked the Commanders to win, which isn't far-fetched because they play so much better against the stronger teams. What do you expect in this game? Well, I've seen some of your comments. I already know what you're going to say. I love how everybody's just like, Michael's going to go off and all this other stuff. But knowing the Commanders' potential and the capability when they do come to play, how do you yeah. see this playing out? Well, um, I think it's going to probably be a blowout. That's me. I have it. I have it like, but I have a 41 27. I think Washington can still score some. I think Eric BN can move the football. I got to trust Eric BN and me, but I think they're scoring 40 plus though. Like the, the Cowboys are scoring 40. Like, I don't think like this defense is good enough to stop uh, the Cowboys offense. And then you look at, you know, Emmanuel Forbes is going to be out. So you're going to be short in your in your in your um, defensive backfield. So I don't think it's going to be a, the great thing. But Co- guess what? Cody Barton's back though. There's no more Mayo. You know what I'm saying? So we, you know what I'm saying? The linebacker, the, line, the linebacker core is improved with Cody Barton instead of Mayo. Uh, on X, we posted this. You know the same question on X, and uh, my man uh, Ben posted uh, off. The offense is going to be is going to put up some points. And correct the turnovers to make the things a little more competitive. But Dallas wide receivers are going to absolutely torch the secondary. Um, absolutely, uh, absolutely. I'm sorry. He said guessing. He's guessing the score is going to be 38 to 27. Cowboys win. Uh, what else? I think I have another one. Do I have another one? Uh, I got a couple. I'm going to read it a couple of them all. A couple of them off. Here you go. Uh, Warren on X said. We're going to get crushed by the by Dallas <laughs> because Jack Del Rio play calling sucks. These last games, these coaches should go all out. Seriously, I believe we can beat Dallas, but Jack Del Rio is outdated. He don't keep pressure. He play conservative de- defense. Mm. Uh, let's see. I think I got one. I know George had a funny one. I'm trying to read out with George. Joint. George had a hilarious joint. Uh, <laughs> here's George. I uh, said. I have. I think George said something about he gonna watch a basketball game. I can't find it though. I think he's going to a basketball game. He he won't. He said he said he won't be forced to watch that game or something like that. He's going to a basketball game. Uh, yeah, I think it's what he said. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah, he's excited he about to, that. Yeah. Well, and and that's what hurts. And I love how George. Shout out to him. And it brings sort of the mental health component in in terms oh, of life yeah. in general. Yeah. When he talked about just, he said he got picked on growing up. But they had no choice but to respect him when he wore the burgundy and gold because that's how good the organization was. Ooh, who picked on George? Somebody picked on George? Growing up. He said, yeah, I guess like in school, you know, his peers oh, picked on him. But they had no choice but to respect when he donned the burgundy and gold to, to school yeah. because that's how good that football team was back in the day. Yeah. So I, I think that shows the, the, the franchise – where it's 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 falling from and mm-hmm. where Josh Harris and his group is trying to get back to. Um and where we are now, why that matters is because Dallas against Washington was not always a foregone conclusion. It, it was a yeah. big rivalry. Um I remember the RG3 Thanksgiving game? He got, yeah. he got busy. Got Santana, busy. Um, Santana yeah. on Monday night. Debo so yeah. many so many big games. You 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 knew it was gonna be a it was gonna be a dog fight. The last game, RFK, I attended that. Um, yeah. They closed it down with a victory of the Cowboys, who didn't play the starters in that game. In all fairness, yeah. but right now, there's no there's one is a one sided looking uh, rivalry. Unfortunately, I don't even know. I think and they the, and the I, fans feel that way. 
Yeah, I, I think it's like a wild. I, I look at the betting odds. I think it's a wild for like I don't pay attention. I'm gonna say it's 12 or something like that. It's something crazy. Uh, George, yeah, I see. George said, "Happy that I will be at a be, be at a basketball game and uh and relegated and relegated to the tablet." Good job, bro. Like, yeah, you got you won't, you you won't get punished, George. That's good, man. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a watch this game out of punishment. I see your oh I see your Barry Sanders thing. I saw you I see your I saw your tweet. Yeah, Barry dope Sanders. dope uh dope dope documentary. It's about uh the way he chose to walk away from uh, the game. But what stood out was he had aspirations to win a Super Bowl. That's that's probably why he retired. He, he did though. I know he did. Story. I know he never wanted to play the well. But he thought he did. just thought if we can beat Washington, the class of the league, then we're gonna get ourselves in uh the best. Opportunity oh, to the best chance to yeah. win a Super Bowl. It was like, he said, he yeah. said, we're going to arcade. They're the class of the league, man. And, and they beat the Cowboys, by the way. Yeah, they I know they did. The I remember that game more. I, know, I remember. Yeah. I remember. I remember that. I remember that playoff year. I remember that twice. Barry twice. Sanders got sent home by the by the Washington Redskins, man. That's crazy, man. Uh, Drew on X said, Hart, um, Hart wants them to sh uh, to shock the world and beat down the Cowboys. Brain says lose, but not in an embarrassing fashion. So, yeah, man, it's folks out here, man. They 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 not confident, right? Folks aren't confident. We actually got stuff on Facebook, so let me read pull up the Facebook stuff too while I'm looking through reading comments off. Just making sure folks get they shine out here. Um, here we go. Um, actually, this is an old one. I got one. This is actually about Rivera. This is a comment on Facebook about um, do. Uh, I think let's go. Actually, we'll do that later. That's it. We'll do that one later. But yeah, so I mean, it is what it is. Washington against the Cowboys. I mean, I'm hoping they don't. I hope, I'm hoping they're respectful. I mean, they play respectful, uh, respectably. Um, but I don't know, bro. Um, uh, Washington's is funny though. Question. This they is a funny question. though. Is the Commanders pull out the upset? Is there a possibility that Ron still loses his job this week? I think so. <laughs> you want that to happen? That's what I, do. I do. I do. I think you that the Cowboys on national TV, no, why? I think spot, they're not gonna. I think fire he's. Him. I think he's already. He could be already fired. That means, but he just they just give him one more game for a short week because everybody believes in this short week thing. They're just giving him one more game because it's a short week. I, just because it's a short week. I watched Terry Robisky become the interim coach here, and yeah. this franchise scared to pull the trigger right now, bro. I remember Deion Sanders couldn't even say his name. He said his name. He called him Robinsky with an N. He said, I'm sorry for Coach Robinsky. This is when <laughs> they loaded up all the old talent. They pulled a Brooklyn. Our defense with the old talent. If you be slight, our defense with old talent was not that bad. Everybody tries to play that thing like it was bad. I, that I, thing was I never right. said that. Well, not you, not they, you, Zara. It's oh. folks listening, not you, Ray. I just, they, just... They, they, they didn't win, but Coach Robinsky, who was tough, you remember Coach Robinsky will fight you. He yeah, won he those and he became the interim coach. Just get some get EB in, in, in the position, let him. Take over this this ball club until the end of the season because the inevitable is coming. Like I said earlier, it's but I don't, if you beat Dallas, um, which 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 would piss Dallas Nation off, would, I don't yeah. see Ron going anyway. I, I, I still hope he's fired anyway, regardless. But anyways, speaking of Rivera's job security or lack thereof, uh, Ray, do you think it's best for the Commanders to let Rivera? finish out the season and it's wild because i know it's, it's almost crazy i'm gonna tell you why because my, my brother gave me a gave me an idea about it because i was like you if i'm still kind of like now i went from 100 percent to like 80 percent. like i went from 100 to 80 let me say let me tell you why let me tell you why right 
like we both can agree that there's no chance to, there's pretty much no chance to make the playoffs so right so <laughs> i'm like let ron finish it out and you get a good draft pick because you know you can't coach you finish it out you're gonna get a good good draft pick and and, and josh harris is all about the process like with the sixers like he was all about getting like the mb ben simmons uh uh okafor uh, you know okafor um Markel, look at all these dudes that all these good lottery picks he drafted off of just basically the process getting a good lottery getting a good pick i'm just saying let ron finish this out and now you can like you can you could probably have an opportunity if you get eb and eb start winning some games then you're probably gonna be a 15th pick over like the 15th pick or maybe a 13th pick overall when you have ron we see ron loses to the giants right you know there's an opportunity to lose all your games and you could probably get the seventh fifth make fifth spot I saw, I mean, it makes sense when you put it that way. It sucks, but it makes sense. It sucks for it sucks for folks watching the game, but it does kind of make sense. Just saying. Some people are saying that Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player in this draft. I, there, 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 are, there are there are experts There's saying a, that. That's, if that's the good. commanders were to be in the top three, and considering the Bears maybe looking at Caleb, would yeah. you take Marvin Harrison Jr. if EB is going to be the coach Me? moving forward? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't pass loaded up. with Big Ten receivers. Bro, I don't Straight even up. care. Look, I'm Two like, Ohio State receivers. I don't State even guy. care, bro. I don't even care. I've seen that kid play enough. I, I I know what time it is with that kid, dog. I'm like, yo, when it comes to like, I'm going to hold you. When it comes to like having that guy, like, I'm going to keep referencing it, dude. Minnesota didn't need Randy. Come Minnesota, on, Randy. Come on, Randy, Randy. Bro. Minnesota offensive line could block, bro. They weren't that good. Like, like, oh, they weren't. I mean, they were like sign somebody, right? There's you had Randall. Round. You had Randall. That's, That's what the second look, 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 you got a second <laughs> round. You got a second round pick. Josh. You can't draft bro. nobody, right? You can't draft nobody second round. They, the, sure. the problem is Ron. Sure. The problem is Ron don't be drafting them. He, he <laughs> waits to the fourth round to get them. Like, that's the problem. The problem, Ron don't, Ron don't even try to sign them. If they free agents, Ron ain't even trying to get them. <laughs> like Ron just Ron cool with Leno, bro. He cool with Leno. He cool with Wiley. Like, come on. He got dog. He signed Gates. Like a new dude ain't signing these dudes, bro. Like a new dude ain't signing these dudes. That's all I'm saying. You're right. You should draft. I'm look. I'm just saying if your left tackle, the, the tackle that's available ain't better, ain't 10 times better than Marvin Harrison Jr. You get Marvin Harrison Jr. If the tackle is close to Marvin, you get the tackle. That's all I'm saying. The Penn State dude is ideally the one you want to get. So to be real with you, if the Penn State dude is out there, you get the Penn State dude. I'm cute to buck. You get it, you know, you'll get him. If he ain't out there, if he ain't out there and Marvin is there, you get Marvin. That's not a knock or anything. That's just you getting the best player. Okay, you gotta take your analyst hat off for a minute. And put on your fan hat, okay? We, All right. we, we both thought that this team was capable of close to eleven victories. Yeah, you as a fan are going to sit here and watch this team ultimately tank because you want a a, a good draft pick when this team is talented and had high aspirations, even by right your now? estimation as both. Oh, a fan right now, I'm, I'm right, right now. You talking about my with my fan hat? Have you checked out then? Yeah, I checked out. I'm checked out. Yeah, so I'm cool with it. I'm checked out. <laughs> yeah, that, that, Dude, that's... I was checked out. At, I was checked out at the at halftime when the game was in doubt. I'll tell you. I this. was like, 
this is terrible. I hear you. I'm not checked out in terms of me being a fan of the team I root for. I'm not a fan of the coach, and it looks like he's not going anywhere. And now since I, since I've heard that, yeah, I respect that decision, and yeah, I'm gonna right. continue to root for my team to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. <laughs> but <laughs> but in your in your case, your aspirations were higher than mine. Yeah, exactly. And, and my aspirations for this team were pretty high, considering the 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 front four on defense. Yeah. Considering Sam Howe, much stronger arm, accurate, and better than better going. than I, and better than what I expected. To be honest, with you. he's better than what I expected. Eb at offensive coordinator, yeah. it won't hurt that much more to watch them become a top five draft team. <laughs> That's terrible, man. What? It won't. Not, it's not just hurt me at all. Because you're <laughs> going to be better in the long run, dog. You're going to be better in the long run. Devito like, has put a fork in Ron Rivera. LeVar Aronson ended Troy Aikman's career. DeVito just ended Ron Rivera. <laughs> I think he did. I gonna hold you. I think he did end Ron. He will live in Washington infamy forever. <laughs> Nobody will ever forget the name Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Ever. Nobody will ever. He's a, he's in lore. He's in Washington lore. Washington commander's lore. That's how he is. He is now a legend. <laughs> he's a legend to me, bro. We lost to Tommy DeVito and Ron, no Ron, Ron Rivera lost to Tommy DeVito. That's the problem. Like Ron Rivera lost to this dude. I don't even want to put it on the players. Like Ron lost to him. All right, here you go, Ray. So I had the same question. Do you think it's best for the commanders to let uh Coach Rivera finish the season? This is on X. This is a poll on X. 77% said no, 23%, 23% said yes. Yeah, he's got to go. I mean, I feel like if you didn't finish the season, out, what is it? What I mean, what does it really? I mean, I want him to go because I want EB to coach. Like, so I guess it's for me. I want EB to coach. So the reason why I I want him to be let go because I want EB to coach. That's it. Like, that's pretty much the reason why. But if you're telling me, like, would it hurt my feelings if he kind of like stayed? No, nah, it wouldn't bother me. I'd be like, I know that he sucked. Uh, all right. So on our Facebook uh, page, Fish. What's up, homie? Said, no, the only reason he is coaching this week is because it's a short week. I hate that short week thing, bro. I hate it with a passion. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's Washington football team. If, if the Washington football team lose by 21 or more, they should fire him Friday um, and see what uh, what you have in little Magic Johnson, Eric Bieniemy. Fish is wild. Michael Gilmore uh, said, the only reason he's still employed is because it's a short week. I hate that short week thing. Other than that, Rivera sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> All right, mafia man, I love it. Um, yeah, bro, I don't. The short week thing kills me, but um, I'm he can finish the season. I mean, if he finishes the season, be fine. If he did, if he gets fired, a seven, Eric Bieniemy's the coach. I I'm in favor. I want that. Like I told, I want that. I completely want that. But also on the flip side, I'm not gonna be mad if. EBA if if Ron is out there for the season because now you because you just you thought Marvin made it even better like I wasn't even trying to think Marvin I was thinking about the offensive tackle but you throwing Marvin is a whole different beast I ain't gonna hold you like I ain't gonna lie to you like if Marvin real talk if they don't want to take Marvin and they low enough and Marvin slips them to him but you still got that tackle like right there if you can trade back one and trade Marvin trade that the rights to Marvin to somebody else and still get the tackle I do that too all right, so based on what you're saying, and as we transition discussions, yeah, the, our next our next topic is not going to make a whole lot of sense because speaking of being axed, if Coach Rivera is axed, uh, Darius Leonard, Shaq yeah. Leonard, he was waived by the Colts. He's now cleared waivers. He is a yep. free agent. 
does it make sense for the commanders to sign a, a guy who's extremely talented, but his injury history and, of course, the back issues, which is yeah, a concern right. for many? Should Washington even consider? Why would he even consider Washington if he's if he's trying to to win? Is he versus, trying to win? I don't, know, I don't know. He's trying to win. Everybody keeps saying that. I don't know. He's trying to win. Everybody assumes. What, that. what what would you want to see if, if you talking about tanking? Ain't no point of bringing him in the building. I mean, I want him for next year, so I'm bringing him in. <laughs> I'm bringing him, in. dude. We you got sign, you can sign him for next year without bringing him in this year. No, you'll be. I'm ready to have him for the first two years. This and next year, I want him in the building. I'm going to make sure that he's a Washington linebacker, dude. They got Cody Barton and Mayo playing Mike, dude. What are we doing here? I hate when fans be like arguing with me and being like, "Oh, he got back problems." Who's your linebackers, bro? Cody Bart, who's your middle? Okay, so you look at you look into the future. I see. Yeah, I'm saying like you can get him for a couple years. This dude was a was a first team, first a first team Pro Bowl. I mean, all pro. Excuse me, first team All Pro dude for like multiple years. He's only like I think he's only on multiple. I think he's only 27. Like, dude, like yeah, y'all talking about like oh he's been hurt and he had and, and some and somebody from um the Indiana uh, Indianapolis area. Who is from who is a Washington uh Commanders fan said like he looked done. I'm just saying, like, bro, their linebackers are Cody Barton and Mayo playing Mike. And I know that Franklin Zaire from when he was down, Zaire Franklin played his position, and now he had to play, he had to play the other, he had to play the other role. So he ain't even playing his true position in Indy coming back because Zaire Franklin was killing. So he he that's his position now. I'm like, bro, here, let him be the pair him with Jamin. Pair him with Jamin. I'm for it. Like, I'm for that. Cause I'm you, you, you showing me Cody Barton and Mayo. I'm not, no, I'm not doing this. Like, if I had a chance to get him, and I'm not, and I know that people talk about the Cowboys and the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think I heard something about the Cowboys and the Eagles are interested. I'm not surprised the Eagles are interested. The Eagles want everybody. Like the Eagles will get anybody. You know, they want everybody good. Um, but my thought process is like the in those situations, I don't know if he's actually starting, starting in his natural in his natural position. I know here in Washington, if he comes here, he playing over them dudes. He or excuse me, Jack better play him over those dudes because them dudes ain't close to him. They ain't close to eighty percent of him. They're not close to seventy percent of him. So it's all I'm saying. I'm yeah, I'm taking a flyer on him easily. Y'all know I'm going to. No one's going to deter me from saying that. Any no X comment. No Facebook comment is going to deter me from saying that I, I would take Shaq Leonard over Cody Barton and and Mayo and David Mayo. I'm good. I will take him. And I will store him for next year. And if he don't work out, he don't work out. There's, that's, there's always a draft, bro. There's always a draft. You don't, you don't got to, you know what I'm saying? There's always a draft. That's all I'm saying. I'm on a yeah. I want freaking Shaq Leonard. I was about to say Darius, South Carolina State. Get him, HBCU. Get him. That's why. Yeah, I want. you already got one HBCU player. He's been moved up to the to the the main roster and prior from Bowie State, which is dope. Oh yeah, Danny Big Johnson. Moves. Danny Johnson's from HBCU. Danny Johnson's as well, of course. South, yeah. Listen, I'm just saying it, it would he would fit in nicely. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if this is the best destination for him. But that's not, not the question. The question is, Commanders fans, would you take him? Many I've seen are saying, yeah, bring it. We, yeah, we, so we could I got it. some, yeah, some people say no. We got, we got, you always going to have detractors. There's nothing wrong oh, with that. Yeah. Because the back injuries, as, as people are talking about basketball, Bradley Bill, yeah. it, it's lingering at times. So it's going to mm -hmm. be difficult. But if you're looking to next season, 
and you're saying, okay, we got a healthy Shaq Leonard next season. I'm down with that. I'm cool. Um, and and I don't know who the defensive coordinator is going to be or <laughs> what the is going to be. <laughs> better than this. <laughs> but, but, but I believe that a, a, a healthy, even 80% Shaq Leonard is probably uh, a little bit better than what you got on the roster right now. So I'm okay with, with the signing. Um, on another note, do I see it happening? Of course not, bro. Like, that, not, that, bro. That's like, not... come, on, come on. No, I don't see it happening either. I don't trust this <laughs> team. I don't trust this team. Uh, uh, our Twitter, our um, X poll said uh, the same question. Should the commanders be in the uh, Shaq Leonard sweepstakes? 64% said yes. 36 said no. So, that's yeah. more. That's more that's than more. that's more than half. That's what you, you need. I'm saying? And uh, my man, uh, T Living. So I'm going to shout out T Living. He wow, man. He's he's wild. Wild. He is. He said, why two back surgery, six million hit, and Del Rio still not fired? New ownership. Hopefully we go younger and faster. Dog, yeah. you, you want weird young dudes, though. You want, like, Fish, fish, whatever his name is. Smithson? Simpson, whatever. I think T-Living is a good evaluator of talent. I think he's very much stubborn in his ways, but at the same time. Evaluator of talent. I, 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 I he, has, he has his favorites. That's all. He, like, he, he does. He, he absolutely favorite. does. That's what I said. He's a little stubborn, but I think he, yeah. he knows talent when it comes to football. I respect it. And I do like the, the total rebuild, like uh, Jacksonville, like uh, 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 Kansas City teams that have built mm -hmm. their team through the draft, and you get players that you know you can potentially franchise in the future and or you can, you can develop Sustainable success. That, that's what it's all about for me. I'm a broken record with that. But if you continue to try to sign the the the, the free agent splashes, then I don't think it's going to necessarily work out for you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you solidify certain positions. Of course, quarterback being one. And, and there's still questions amongst the fan base. Do you have the, the guy in place? But as Baltimore showed, as we talked about culture, mm -hmm. defense, having a solid defense year in, year in and year out can, can allow you to compete. And this team has had the, the talent to do it, but for whatever reason, hasn't produced the results. So go, go to the draft, start to build that defense, start to build your team, keep your franchise quarterback as how, and bring your coach in for the future, man. I'm telling you, it's the youth movement, my guy. Father Time movement. is undefeated, Wole. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, certain teams that try to add that one piece, it generally doesn't always work out. The Carl Malone and Gary Payton theory don't always work out, bro. It looks it looks good, but it's not always it is the Von Miller to the Bills hasn't quite worked out for them just yet. But he was sick of hurt. You, hurt you, you, reason I, no, but you see the youth movement in Cincinnati. They compete. Now, I mean this the guys are injured, right? Well, the main guy's injured, but you you want to go young, you it want to you start young and win, good. It feels good. I feel like you gotta do a it's a mix. You gotta have you gotta have a super young team, I agree, but you gotta have some vets that kind of teach the young dudes how to how to rock. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? I agree, I agree, I agree with you that. Though. I agree with you. Though. But, I do but agree. not guys who's going to be thrust into starting roles either. Shaq, you Shaq, have guys who's going to be on the side. Dude, twenty-seven. Shaq is twenty-seven. Hey, oh, hey, oh. I'm not. No, no. I want to talk about him. I'm oh, okay. General. general. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. So actually, there was a comment about the Cowboys. I want to read. I do want to read one. Okay. Uh, I, got, I didn't say I was going to read it. Uh, I'm at the Superman twenty-five. Said the best that I think we can expect or hope for is the is that Sam plays well. Or much better than, than against the much better than he did against the Giants, even in the loss. You want to see improvement from the quarterback uh, quarterback prospect against a, a great defense. But I won't. But I won't be made if I mean Mac. I guess he meant Mac. I guess he meant Mac. I won't be mad if we lose and improve draft position for the next year's GM and head coach. 
next year, next year's you know, draft. You know what I'm saying? Lose games, dog. I, I told that, you. Man. I love so lose games. And I love, I love how you set people up. What kind of question is what's the vibe like? I'm like, well, they trying to keep trying to make people go off on here. Like everybody know the vibe around this team right now. Dude, you you a wild. What makes what makes it even more interesting is the younger fans, they don't remember the glory days like you and I do. And they still have the same attitude as the old heads. I know it's crazy, dog. I got let me read one more, and then we can go to the next topic for real. Then it's oh, all about oh, the cowboys. Okay. Splash mo. You know what I'm saying? Splash <laughs> Go ahead, dog. But, but man, uh, so <laughs> it's about the Cowboys game. Uh, at Oberdeer said, I expect to see Dallas throw and run running Will Sam to throw three touchdowns, run for one, and be sacked 12 times by Micah Parsons. <laughs> yeah, that's sacked that. 12 times by Micah Parsons, though. 12 times. That. Come on. At, that, at this point, Come I on. just want to see 14 get through the season without serious injury and a loss and loss of confidence. I hope to see the Rivera era. And Friday morning. I got one. I got one more question for the fan base. If if the NFL had a transfer portal, who do you think would jump in it for the Commanders right now? <laughs> you think Terry would jump in? It? You think no, Terry I think it'd be John Allen. Transfer portal. I think it'd be John Allen. I think it'd be John Allen. You jump in that drink. Hey, quick. John Allen would totally be in the transfer. I think you. Right I now, think you yeah. jump in that drink quick, dog. He jump in that quick. Everybody be going to Philly right now, bro. That, that's Hell yeah. Where, that, that's where the rumors of Shaq Leonard. He's gone. Thank, yeah, no, thank, I know. Thank, they say Philly or Dallas. They say I see Philly or Dallas. Jonathan Allen to the transfer portal. That's hilarious. You too. Yeah, what's good, man? Is. Get us over the hump, baby. We we, we trying to get a milestone. We trying to get a milestone. What y'all doing out there, who, bro? Who would be who would be in the transfer portal for the Commanders? That's hilarious. That's I would love funny. to see. It. You did that. Look, that's a good question, bro. We should put that out there for real. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, bro. I think I'm gonna do that on the next show. I think I'm gonna do that for the next show. We next that's show we do. I'm gonna do that. Nah, man. Stop, man. <laughs> hey, yo, that'd be amazing. Anyways, <laughs> he like said Jonathan Allen. You know, I th- that's a guarantee. I think he would. Definitely <laughs> I think he would definitely jump. Dude. And they they got the nerd to post like a heartfelt letter all the time. Like I like to thank my friend, my family, my friends, yeah. and all my supporters. But I've decided to jump into the jump. before. <laughs> it's so messed up how they go about it. Like we love you, but you suck. Oh yeah, you, they do this all. Yeah, they so dirty. Them kids are so dirty, dog. Yeah, like, we love you. But we out. We sick of y'all. We sick of your mm. school. I know it's crazy. All right, man, it's time for Wizards Talk. Uh, the NBA insider, Mark, Mark Stein, believes the, the Washington Wizards don't view guard uh, Jordan Poole as a franchise player, but rather a significant piece to a potential trade. Uh, do you think, Ray, uh, the Wizards would, uh, so would trade Poole this season? According to what we're reading, it ain't just him. <laughs> It's a, whole, it's a whole lot of people's a fire sale. You, yeah, you man. Talk about the transfer yeah. portal. You talk about <laughs> uh, potential turnover and roster and coaches, like a total makeover. Yeah, yeah of course, Jordan Poole is expendable based on the results that mm-hmm. his team is, is is netting right now. And you and I talked about this before the show. I, I've tried to be positive on Jordan Poole because yeah, you have just what he's achieved and accomplished. You've However, real, you've been real positive, bro. We'll talk about when that, when I, when I saw him against the Bucks, and the Bucks, of course, are, are gaining momentum, mm-hmm. and the, the Bucks are one of the top teams in the East, and this dude comes down, does a crossover spin move, shoots a, shoots like a running three, and then it bricked, and then he looked like, oh, man, I just got my move off. I'm like, nah, bro. I told you straight up, as, as somebody who's played basketball, he's not somebody 
who I right now the way he's playing, I wouldn't want to necessarily be on his team. I would be frustrated because I feel as though you still have enough young talent on this squad to yep. compete. Bilal Kalabali is one fun guy to watch. We also talked about so, man. young, he's, young he's guys who have the if factor. Carmelo Anthony turned around a whole franchise who right. wants to win basketball games. Hey, gave Jim Beheim his only his only national title in college. Mm-hmm. Bilal has that type of dog. He comes mm-hmm. from uh he's cut from a cloth that we talked about weeks ago. These guys from France, they come to play. Nicholas Batum, Wimbiana. Um mm-hmm. I can't think of everybody's name right now. I get lost on some of the names. Oh, Nick, uh, Evan Fournier. These guys, they, they're contributors in the league. They want to win basketball games, and I see that. And he's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Watching him on the court, I want to I want to tune in just to watch Bilal, straight up. I Me too, yeah. With, yeah with, I have issues with some of the personnel decisions in terms of substitutions. I told you I, I would like better ball movement. Kyle Kuzma can be a ball, a ball stopper, even though he plays to win. I think he wants yeah. to win. Um, he got paid, which is hey, hey, kudos to him. Good but man, I, I'm, I, if if I'm a Wizards fan, I'm tuning in to watch Bilal, son. You talk about Denny complaining about the fans not being there. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna show up, it's gonna be because we're seeing a young team who's competing. Look at the Pacers. I talked about them with, with just Blaze. They're out yeah. there competing, dude, and yeah. they're winning games. Um, yeah. Orlando, a young team winning games, competing. competing. This team can do it. Yeah, I the think Cavs, that dude, the mentality has changed, Paulson. Yeah, the Cavs. And it starts with Jordan Poole because he's supposed to be. The the leader on this team, yeah. I mean, I I I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a leader. I mean, I think who's the leader? Um, but Jordan Poole's the guy. It's supposed to be the piece that you kind of look at that young stud, right? Because of what you know, what you thought you saw a little bit of, while his time in Golden State. You know how at times he was like the guy they kind of leaned on at certain at certain points in games. Yeah, man. I think they should trade him because I just don't think he plays winning basketball. Um, I I was there covering the game on uh on Monday. And he started the game good. He scored 30, um, but it was it wasn't efficient 30. He scored 11 and you know, he was 11 for 26 from the field. His plus or minus was like a neg- I want to say a negative 15. Um, especially in that fourth quarter, it was like a ne- I want to say a negative 10 or a negative nine. But uh, but he was a negative, yeah. He negative, I think I'm, I'm not sure. I gotta look it up, but but he was that that whole game, he was a, he was a net, he was a minus, he wasn't a positive. And you know, but I felt like they were trying to showcase him, so I'm not. It, that game gave me the lore. It gave me the feel that they left him out there to score 30 to kind of not to get confidence, but I felt like to use it to look at this as a, a way to show show off that shiny toy. You know what I mean? And maybe folks, somebody can be interested. You know, Jordan scored 30. Look at this. Or maybe somebody who's not watching, but they see the box score that he scores 30. I just felt like watching that game, it was trying, you were trying to showcase Jordan Poole rather than win the basketball game. Because we talked about this before the show started, right, um, that, like, I was there, man. Tyus Jones was the guy in the third. The, the Wizards made a run. They tied the game at 100. Uh, they were down that quarter. They down, they were down in third quarter, 102 to 104. So the game was a striking range. And that was with Tyus and Kuzma leading the way. Those two were leading the way. Kuz finished that game with 13 assists. Um, those two were playing really good basketball, playing very well together. The ball was moving, was flowing, and West subs. You know, West puts Jordan in, Jordan in in the fourth quarter, which is fair. Like everybody, you can't play hundred, you can't play all, you can't you play most of the thirds, you can't play the fourth. You got to rest, right? So you're, I'm thinking like, all right, the game is starting to get out of hand, and even Giannis is out. Like Giannis is out and he's starting to get out of hand. I'm thinking to myself, put your best lineup in, while. You know, while Giannis is out, so you can kind of get the you know, kind of get a nice little lead. 
and Tyus doesn't come in the game, but then Jordan is doing his thing. Like you said, Ray, playing one-on-one -on -one basketball, breaking shots, doing step-backs, trying to get foul calls, not getting it. And it's like, yo, what you doing out here? So it's just wild. Like he has all the free autonomy. It, it kind of reminds you, you know what he reminds me of? And I know it's people don't want, you know, people with like frown their faces. It, it reminds me of the Nick Young, Andre Blatch days when you watch mm, Jordan. We Bull. just talked about that. Yeah, it reminds you of that. That's like what it is, basically. It's not, you're not, you're not playing winning basketball. It's like more of that. It's rec ball. It's rec ball. That's what it is. You're playing rec ball. That's what it is. Not, and that's the sad thing. So yeah, I would trade him, but I don't even. If a scout is doing their job, I don't know if you're going to ever get full real value for him because, you know, the, the fact of the matter is he's on a bad team and he's shooting the ball a lot. That's and if you're on a bad team, you shoot the ball a lot, you can score. So I don't know how much you can actually get for Jordan Poole. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you want to. Well, you, you yeah. talked about his role in Golden State. I think a team that may be looking for. Some hundred like, plus million bench though? production. I think they would definitely take a run at a hundred plus million though for that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, for like right, that money. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He ain't so, getting so Cam Mingo had a really strong response to this. He said he can't stand when fans want to trade somebody. I so saw early. it. Um, and yeah, I understand yeah. where he's coming from. And I told him this is the day we live in, dude. Like I remember when John Wall, I, I said this uh, in response yeah. when he first got traded to Houston, everybody was saying Houston won that trade. John Wall is back, and then John Wall yeah. was out the league, and, and yeah. John Wall couldn't even get on 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 the court in Houston. I mean, stay away almost yeah. is what they told him. And it's because again, today's NBA, man, it don't take long, bro. Yeah. Before fans and before organization forms an opinion. And then all of a sudden the trade room starts. Jalen Brown, as successful he, as he's been in Boston, that's, is always the subject of trade room. Trade, that's key, so, he, so, yeah. so Cam, I feel you coming from, but- I think this is different though. I mean, it, oh no, no, this is a different <laughs> I'm just, I'm just painting a picture of- No, you're right though. Like extremely successful. Like, even people are saying, is, can Tatum be this guy? Can he win the championship? I would love to have Tatum on my team. Of course. But, again, the results that people want to see is winning and or winning championships. And when you're not even close to winning, that's when it's like, okay, let's try something different. And it don't take long at all. People have seen enough already of this Wizards team to say they're not going anywhere. Let's yeah. make some changes. And that, that, that right there is sad to me because I, I do think they got some young talent. So, on, on X... The poll we had a poll for this that should the Washington Wizards trade Jordan Poole this year? 70% said yes, 30%, 30% said no. So, in, in terms of what Cam said, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read his, his uh tweet. He said, No, this is why I can't stand some Washington fans. They they were so excited when they acquired Poole in the offseason. After four weeks into the season, y'all want to give give him up. This is almost similar when they wanted to wanted to get rid of Bradley Bill out of I'm get Bradley Bill out of DC. Hmm. Um, it's different. Um, Bradley, I mean, I think Bradley, like fans, you, you're valid about fans trying to get Bradley out of DC, though. You know, I mean, I thought Bradley was overpaid, but he's it's a valid point. Like Cam's point is very valid using Bradley Bill, that situation about fans. I don't think you can put Jordan Poole and Bradley Bill in the same situation because Bradley Bill has always has been a has been a starter and a, and a scorer and an efficient scorer um in the NBA. Jordan Poole. He played a particular style. He was never the guy. He was not even the, the second guy. Um, the third guy is a scorer. But when you're playing with Clay, and I would say this, I'm going to say this, this is the truth. When you're playing with Clay and Steph, the court is free for you because the spacing is amazing because everybody's worried about, is going to be worried about Steph and Clay. So your spacing is going to be great. If you're playing with one of those dudes on the court, 
your spacing to go one-on-one is going to be totally different from any other situation, especially here in D.C. It's going to be different. Uh, shout out to Just Blaze. I guess my question to Cam and some other fans would be this, and this is just a question. Yeah, it's not necessarily cool, my personal feeling. Yeah. Should you have just kept Chris Paul? Chris Paul has gone to every franchise he's uh, played for, and they've competed and went to the playoffs. He took Oklahoma City to the playoffs. He uh, took Houston. Um, should you just stuck with him and allow young people to learn? You talking about on the football side of things, Wale, learning yeah. from veterans. He's yep. like the perfect veteran to learn from. I agree. I think I agree. I think it would be a good one, too. I think Chris Paul would have been good for this situation, for the young dudes. I think I think Chris Paul would have been good for uh, Bilal. Bilal and Denny. I think. Yep, Denny. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I think that would have been awesome. I think it would have been great for Bilal, to be honest. <clears throat> but I don't, like, not to knock, and actually, let me, I, mean, I think Jordan's actually, in real talk, I, I can't, I got to be keeping a buck. I think Jordan's playing good tonight, though. So this could, maybe Wes was right, because I know Wes was saying that this this is a, him scoring 30 was was putting him in the right direction to be a better basketball player. So maybe he was doing it for confident confidence boost. Uh, I think Jordan has 22 points. His percentages be wild though. Seven for 18 for the field. He's four yeah, for he's 10. Yeah, he's going to be a high volume shooter. That's fine. I'm I, I'm I'm okay with fans to say let's give it some time. Let's not just run a man out of town. Yeah, However, yeah, yeah. I think like I said, based on what we're hearing, the sample size is enough to for the, the franchise to fight. They <laughs> for, gonna make yeah. moves. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. It ain't it ain't about what you know fans want. We're talking about people in the in the organization. If this yeah. is true, like people in the organization have seen enough. You know what I'm saying? And it's the it's the mannerisms too, right, Ray? Like you talked about, it's the oh. mannerisms, the body language. Oh like yeah. You said it. Like you questioned it. You, you we were texting each other. We were like, I'm not sure if dude won't even be here. You know what I'm saying? So it's the mannerisms too. Like yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that sort of fire from him like you know what yeah. i'm we're gonna get this right i haven't heard a yeah. message of let's do this let's win i i, I see it i see a message of me i won a championship i created my legacy i know yeah. who i am and yeah. we go i'm gonna do my thing and hey that's it yeah i yeah, could be, yeah, I could be yeah. wrong now i kind of see a me mentality that's the, i guess that's my issue and i'm gonna say something that cool said which i thought was like uh on monday he said this and i thought it was kind of telling but i don't know if people gonna run with it he said, like, when they asked, he had 13 assists. He was like, I got 13 assists. I, I just wanted to set a tone and show people if, if I'm willing to pass the ball, everybody else should be willing to pass the ball. And because you, like you said, Ray, like, he ain't a passer. Like you said, he'd be looking people off. He got 13 assists looking people off. And that's good. Like for Kuz, that's, that's saying something, right? He said, if I'm willing to pass the ball, move the ball, that means the next man should be willing to pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that, knowing Kuz's temperament and where his position is on this squad. I thought that was telling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Winning basketball, it comes down to culture, mentality. It comes down to effort. And it comes down to playing as a team. And for years, that's what has been a, a struggle in terms of consistency is they don't always play as a, as a group. Yeah. You see a lot of individual basketball playing, and that's not good. I think ball movement, making sure you don't have a team defend one shot. Yeah. You want to make sure you move the ball. If, if you know that somebody's gonna go one on one, it's easy to defend. Easy. But when you move it, when you moving that ball, man, and you getting your young guys involved, Corey Kisper played a strong game. He uh, Monday, good, yeah. Yeah. and he's somebody he can be a potentially floor spacer for you. Yeah, you know, if, if you create for your your teammates. So and I think playing smart basketball. I don't know what Wes's <laughs> coaching philosophy. I don't know what that the, the identity of the team is, and that's the challenge moving forward. Um, 
Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. They, they're going to make a move before the trade deadline, and that's the refreshing part about this new front office is you know it's not going to be status quo. So something's going to happen. We'll see what it, we'll see what it is. Yeah. Hopefully something happens soon because this team yeah. is as constructed. They they're going to need some. They're going to need some help to, for some for the movement for the, for the movement for the future, not for this season, but for the future. They're up. They're up now. Now can they close? Um, uh, can they they close? were up for. They were up. They were big. Yeah, so let me tell you. Let up. me tell you though, Wiz. Uh, this again, I said it. Even though the Commanders are number one in this town, DC is still a basketball town, bro. You win, the fans will come out, bro. I'm telling you. You said more than the Commanders if they win, or you? No, 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 no. I'm saying. Oh, you saying will always be number one, but DC is a basketball town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. High yeah, school, college level. Yeah, DC is a basketball town. The, the greats that we have from this area, the DMV in general. Oh, okay. Um, the the when, when John when John and Brad had it popping, the fans oh my were God, there. Man. When John when had Gilbert it popping, when Gilbert Arenas when and John Angela had it popping. Oh come on, you can you oh, come on, Wole. Brad was John him, and Brad, it, him and Brad was a good duo, man. Come on. That they were, but John, we know who had it popping for real though. We know who had this, you know, whose city was it though? Who does everybody acknowledge? Acknowledge me. Who everybody acknowledge? Hey Ray. Who does everybody <laughs> acknowledge? You know you it too. Wild, when he come you back, wild. am I lying though? But Ray, who does everybody acknowledge out of the two though? The majority acknowledge. Acknowledge. Brad had it popping too, though. Both of them did. I'm all no jokes aside though. I just want people to give Brett John his John his flowers. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Let let everybody know that it, it was his city. But Gil though, shoot, I feel like Gil had this thing lit. Man, Gil was some. I don't. I feel bad for the people who missed out on Gil. For the fans, for the young fans who missed out on Gil, that was a vibe. As a Lakers fan, like Gil was a vibe. He Gil used to give me hype watching Wizard games. Like how he would go into LA and him and Kobe. I don't know, man. That like him that him and Kobe battle. And in LA, I don't know if folks remember that. If you, folks, some of the young kids, you go back and YouTube that or whatever, that one on one matchup, that was like old school Neek versus Larry Bird type stuff. Like they were going back at it. Like one, they was like playing one on one in an NBA basketball game. That thing was, it, that was lit. That was lit. That was something special. So yeah, check that out. But yeah, Gil had the city on. Gil was, a, Gil was definitely a vibe, bro. Gil was definitely a, lot, a vibe. Gil and Larry was kind of kind of tight too when they were together. Yeah, that that that's stuff that we could reminisce on one day. We need to do some different type of episodes when you're right. You are right. at a birthday party at, at Love. I don't know if it was Dream at the time, but he had celebrities in town. People were coming to the Wizards games as if it was Madison Square Garden. True, and, true. And that's something that you can achieve in DC. DC is a great place. Oh my God! To succeed yeah. in terms of sports. I don't yeah. understand why the owners don't seem to get that, bro. Do what you gotta do. We uh, need more than just a billboard and a metro bus or Lido's or Eastern <laughs> Motors commercials. We need like we need more than that, dude. Like DC is a great place, man. These the DMV in general is a great place to be to succeed in sports. Like I said, it's a basketball town. Um, but it's some still rich football talent too. Look at the number one pick in the NFL draft coming this year. Where's he from? Hey, listen, I'm telling you, man, we got to get it together. If it happens, there's no better time that I can think of as a kid in terms of football fans and when the, the Redskins will win it. Even though yeah. I won a Redskins fan, yeah. they'll win it. It was a big deal. It, the fundraisers at school revolved around it. We got sick. <laughs> we, now, now, look, we, we, we were forced to go to a Bullets game as part of a field trip. My God, but weren't we, though? Forced. <laughs> <laughs> You got, to games, you got to re-engage the people in the community if you think the community is going to going stand behind you, man. I think the Nats actually do a good job of doing that. They do. They do a good yeah. job. So, come on. Come on, Wizards. Come on, Commanders. <laughs> Let's see you do it, baby. Yeah, Cowboys are doing it. So do Happy Thanksgiving. Do.
You know, say happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, man. Hey, before we end this show, I'll subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also follow us on X at Urban Sports Scene, IG um, at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to our Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel. We won away from 500. You watch this on YouTube and you ain't a subscriber, subscribe. Get us to 500. We there, man. We there. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you subscribe and like this video. All right. Also, uh, check out the home of the Urban Sports Scene, which is Amplifier Media at AmplifierMedia.com. And this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate everybody, man. Happy Turkey Day. Enjoy it. What else do I want to say? You got anything you want to say, Ray? No? You got nothing you want to say, I'm good, bro. <laughs> anyway, you've been nah, listening to nah, the nah, Urban nah, Sports Scene. For ages, you dig? Deuces, A-Mega. Do this out, big homie. Deuce.